Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. Have you been dying to see us live? Then get psyched about the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, on June 18th. Jackie, we're not at the Country Bear Jamboree, but I am grinning like a possum, eating a sweet tater. Because we'll have all your favorite LPN family out and performing live, including last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, No Dogs in Space, Brighter Side, Fraudsters, Someplace Underneath, The Story Must Be Told, and more. Tickets available now. Again, that's the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th in Nashville, Tennessee. The last podcast network, Country Jamboree. Don't you dare. There was this kid. <laughs> Don't you dare. I've already heard. I already heard. I do it. When I'm not around. No, I am here because I've got a demon to get out of my body. I have oh had a demon God. in my body for a week and a half. What? I already tried to get the demon out. I tried to shove it onto MJ. I tried to send it through the text message to get it out of my brain because I know when the hell I'm playing. Oh my God. That can only be one thing. Can I get out help? I need help. I'm sending that SOS out for the podcast and for my life in general. I'm with two mad people right now. Silent for a week and a half, and this song will not. Leave my body. I've listened to other songs. I listened to this song. I don't know what to do anymore. I just silence, staring at the wall, yeah. being so upset because my show was being recorded without me. I cried the entire time I knew you guys were recording <laughs> like I was Mrs. Havisham from Great Expectations. And I put all the clocks at the same time so that I could think about you guys recording without me. Because it was the first time I wasn't on page seven. Welcome to page seven. I'm back. I will say I've been haunted by a song that we sang twice at karaoke and that song is Eternal Flame by the Bangles. Oh, wow. my head. It, I wake up with it in my head. I go to sleep with it in my head. We I did just want to die. Twice at karaoke. We did and you know what? I don't like that song. Why? I'm just going to throw it at I don't know. I don't like it and that's why I'm haunted by it because you don't get the songs in your head that you like. Rarely does that happen. It's always like a song I'm like, I don't even like any, know you know what I mean? I don't like the way they do this part of the No one likes whatever. Hotline Bling. No, like, I don't think anyone likes Hotline Bling. <laughs> but you do because it gets right into your brain and you're just like, nah, 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 you, and it's always <laughs> that part. You. What is, can you sing it a little bit better? I feel like we barely, we're getting little clips of it. Can you give it to us? <laughs> you use the gum on my cell phone. Yeah, there you go. Lay down when you need my 
Is it the droning <laughs> voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the <laughs> droning voice. <laughs> and it, you know what it was? I the day that I texted you, MJ, I was in a Thai restaurant by myself eating soup in the middle of the day, <laughs> and that song came on. There was no one else in the restaurant, and I just sat there and <laughs> stared as I ate my Tom guy and I was just stared into the middle distance. I was like. God damn it, Drake. You're going to be stuck in my head for weeks. It's and then it <laughs> happened. And it's hilarious because that was, I know the day you texted me, it was May 4th at Freddie's birthday because we were out to dinner for her birthday. And I've oh my God, it's like been actually three two lifetimes. It's been two weeks. Yes. It, we're recording this on May 18th. So it's been 14 <laughs> full days that you've had this full in your head. Days. That's a long time. Like, yeah. I've been through several cycles of what songs are in my head in that time. So, like, it is exceptional to have Hotline Bling, again, a song with about three notes in it in oh. your head for that long. And I don't be, think he moves his lips. Oh, he does, and he does that, that stupid dance. That came out when I was working in a middle school. And so I'll always have like a little bit of fun for it for that reason to see that to see it that phenomenon play out amongst the youth but it's manifesting in a lot of disturbing ways you made us talk about drake last week and you weren't even here i wasn't even here i made you talk about it and it was because of hotline bling i know i said the only reason we're talking about this drake story about drake get, get <laughs> insulting somebody's wife or hitting on someone's wife in the, the, the comments of instagram is because jackie has hotline bling in her head oh my god you knew i, I haunted the I episode <laughs> i already so this is the second week i'm sorry everyone except I'm not sorry. I'm dragging everybody down into my personal hell. Except my personal hell was being silent for a week and a half, and that sent me into a mental tailspin, just like the show. Except a lot more scary than bears flying an airplane. Remember Tailspin? Yes. Yeah. Love Tailspin. I remember Tailspin. <laughs> you guys <laughs> you guys are not trapped. You're not trapped. <laughs> I thought the demon inside you was just your own soul that couldn't come out because you weren't speaking, but it sounds like the demon was hotline bling, but there was probably another demon inside you, which was your I think words. she's had about five yeah. to seven demons stuck up in there for quite some time. And they're all wrestling Only five to, see to seven, you wow. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'm all, you think I'm a lot more innocent than I really am. Oh. Uh, <laughs> whatever. I went to DragCon last Saturday, oh, and I am I'm here I'm talking to about my mental trauma day. right now. And <laughs> I need to move past, and, we, and I, as your therapist, need us to move past wow. this. Oh. And start again. healing. Hold it. And I need us to start the healing now. She's so been you're healing now, and it's over. For a week and a half, and now you're silencing <laughs> And her. now I'm silenced again. Silenced again, because oh. you didn't go to DragCon, but I... You're reminding me of my fairy fuck book right now, because that's exactly what Tamlin <laughs> does to Feyre. All right? Uh, he drives him a Feyre wings. Tamlin <laughs> no, doesn't have the wings. <laughs> Yeah, he Dragon. got too horny and they fell Dragon. off. They fucking no, came off of him. No, he turns into a beast. Damlin turns into oh, a beast. Oh my god! Okay, it's right. Zon that can you just go out into the forest, find a monster, and fuck the monster? <laughs> and you don't need to read these books. You just I fuck the monster. I did. My fiance is from the desert, and it's kind of like the same. <laughs> he is a bit thing. of a desert monster. Yes. 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 I love you, baby. <laughs> Will she ever be fulfilled? I uh, went to DragCon. It was quite a lot of fun. 
Uh, it was great. We took Winnie. Kids get him for free. Uh, and it was just wild. There was so the looks, the people watching, so fun. We just walked around. There's like a main stage where you, there's constantly just. Do you learn drag any of the dances? Because that's what we. That's what I would spend my time doing when I worked there with Jeff. Um, I would no. go up and take a break and learn like the dance that they would teach because that's they would fun. have people teaching dances up on the stage. Oh, I don't know if they. I didn't see any dance teaching up oh, on the stage. It was I a lot more just COVID. like performances by different, you gotcha. know, and everybody get hype and. And all that stuff. So it was like a bunch of famous queens were there? Yeah, like pretty much everybody, especially like all the kind of like final half that made it through um, the most recent season. They were all like in one kind of line of booths um, you could go to. We have a friend of ours who does video work for Lady Camden, and we love Lady Camden. Uh, but honestly, like it was a lot of just... I I. I okay. First of all, crazy admission from this guy, co-host of Wizard and the Bruiser, as well. Ooh. This is probably my first convention I've ever been to. Really, it was cool, but also I don't fucking like standing in lines, bro. Yeah. So like, that's not my thing, brah. So everybody, but I think if I were to do it next year, like just to walk around that giant space and like you know shop at the booths watch shows the main stage and just just people watch and that's why you go with enough people so you can tag out in the line Uh so that like like one person stays or two people stay in the line and then you kind of filter out while the other people go do other things and i think next time i will go and like we will get we will get the vip passes we will do the like we'll go on the on friday and then, you know, and maybe go multiple days. And, and get there you know, early, really, too. Getting there yeah. early helps with the lines. But then my other thing is, like, I don't know what to say to these. I mean, it will be cool to get the picture. But, like, I don't know what to say to these people. Hi. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> that's it. I think that's it. That's, I like that's my you. constant appeal to me, too. I would just be like, Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'd be like Angelina. Hello. You're a great queen. But it was cool. And I got to hang out with uh, Kara. Yeah, I know, right? By the way, we're just weirdly really into that right now. Check oh, us out. So great, $10 please. on the Patreon. Join us for Discord. Also, Watch last week, Thursday. I posted up the first and second episode of Jersey Shore season two for $5 and up patrons to give, like, oh, to cool. entice you sense. to come join us. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because we have so much fun. Yeah, like, and some people out. are like, "Hey, like, can, can you guys riff more and uh, or, or have like the other people quiet down?" It was just like, "No, no, you have to just kind of be there." Like, we're just kind of posting yeah. Come those talk to us. That's the best part to show you what the vibe is like. But you really need to kind of be there. It's a ha- group hangout watch, so please consider joining yeah. us uh, for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, but I got did get to see a lot of my favorite queens. Uh, scattered about, uh, Willow Pill was there. You had, oh my um, God. you have to tell MJ about the button you bought me. So, yes, I got a couple of buttons and, uh, I did get Jackie the, uh, when you're here, um, drama feels good in a place in like a this. Drama feels good in a place like this. It is just a picture of glowing Nicole Kidman <laughs> looking up at the screen. And I can't wait. I'm going to immediately put it on my fanny pack and I just want to show everyone, like, you seen this? <laughs> I see it all the time. I'm always at the movie theater. I'm always at the movie. I know why. Give me that good popcorn. You have to ask me to get the back corner popcorn. You know what? That's where the warmest, best popcorn. Fifteen-year-olds that are working uh, behind the counter at the popcorn place don't like my jokes because uh, I come in just ready. I'm like, in. I got things to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't care they about hate what it. I say. 
<laughs> they need you to move along. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it was great. Queens everywhere. Queens as far as the eye could see. And, it. and it was fun too because it was like cornbread and a lot of the ones from the newest season we just watched. That's so awesome. Like, Whoa, they're right there. I can't believe it. Um, and just honestly, I could just walk around. because, And that's the other thing I would do differently is we didn't really show up with like a look. I would go all out in something. Yeah. And yes. there was just, just, there was some crazy, there was a pink Chewbacca. There was a like Deadpool drag queen that was like had this crazy beehive like updo like red updo but was like totally in Deadpool but with like heel like thigh high heel Love boots it. and like yeah, yeah it was like awesome. crazy. The people watching is some of the best part so of, like, of cons just in general yeah. just seeing how people do their builds and just the cosplay of it. It's so cool. Yeah, there was like a little. Oh, oh, sorry. Keep going. No, every time I'm at one, I'm just like, man, next time I go to a con, I want to do a big build. And then it's always the night before. And I'm like, yeah, I wish I had thought about it for a second. But it's I like did. Halloween every year. <laughs> yeah, every, that's for the me. thing. Like, I love it's Halloween for party, me every year. But you need the resources and the time and the planning ahead. Right. You know, and so that cons look appealing to me for the I love dressing up. I love being around other people who are dressed up. I love a theme. I love a costume. But then also, right, I'm just like, I feel like my thing would be like, I don't I also don't like it's nice to be around other people who like the same thing as you, but also like I don't really need to make more friends at this point. So I feel like I would just be like, Hello, right. we share this interest. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. You know. Which is why there was a sign up that said drag is not consent. If you want to take a picture, like definitely ask. Oh, yes. You know, there's just, but there's so many eye popping. Like it was just, my head was spinning. It was so fun. There were so many fun over the top looks like not just the queens, like everybody showed up to this thing like in such a in such a fucking fashion it was so fun but also um if you were privy to drag twitter there's been a quite a bit of fun drama i was going to send you guys this article but i figured i'd just explain it to you um because i didn't know if there was like a good enough article to get it across but uh, gia gun is kind of like a heel queen she, you know she's kind of like an evil queen she's like very bitchy very she's very like Plastic surgery, very like ridiculous, kind of over the top. And she, oh yes, I watched that season of the suit uh, because she was also on um, the Superstars, right? Yeah, and she's snooty. She's like got kind of a, I think also if I remember, she's got kind of a Kim K like I'm rich bitch kind yes. of vibe. And she put tweeted, "Say what you want, but I saw zero beauty at this year's DragCon." Dot dot dot. What happened to the glamour? That's such a bitchy thing to say. Oh, yeah, I remember this bitch. Yeah, she Now, at bitchy. the same time, I will say this. A, drag is totally wrestling, and wrestling, professional wrestling, professional wrestling is totally drag, first of all. Let's just get that out of the way, right? Second of all, uh, uh, Gia, this is kind of their thing, right? So part of my initial reaction was like, what a fucking bitch, but then I was like, but that is kind of your thing. Kind of part of the part of the whole procedure is to yeah, talk shit. Yeah, it's like right? where does the performance end and the reality? And so the clapbacks have been so fun. So definitely go check but out. Also, Gia then Trixie Cun. Mattel responded, "Gia, please never change." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a ton of great like clapbacks and different responses. It's so very it's not funny. that bitchy. It's more just funny. Uh, well, it depends. Some people are like bitch, and then other people are like bitch. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of one and of that's, those. I lo- that's the thing that's so fun about Drag Race is like. Some of it is like bitch, and then some of it is like you're a serious bitch, and I hate you. Yeah, yeah, I hate yeah, you. yeah, totally. And and so if you Courtney go, if you scroll, to you. if you if you scroll, like you'll see in that one tweet, there's just so many different responses and stuff, and a lot of like cool because people are like showing evidence of um, 
you know, uh, Good glamour on the on the pink carpet mm-hmm. because they do that's the other thing I would get there early enough they do this whole entrance where they all walk this giant pink carpet and like show off their look for the day hell yeah we didn't do that we got there kind of late because you know we had the baby and everything um so yeah it, uh but it was it's it's quite a quite a bit of fun for sure I mean the opposite of a quite a bit of fun is uh, I uh I saw Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness over yeah the I need to know your fucking trash yeah Jackie's I, about to talk shit people have been I, I've seen a lot of mostly. Po- I know, right? I've seen a lot of mostly positive comments. I, I I haven't seen tons of like vitriol. Other than the thing, the only thing I saw actually made me want to watch the movie more is that fans, uh, uh lame ass fan. I'm just gonna call y'all lame. You calling We're me mad? Lame? No, not you. I want to hear your shit talk. Oh, okay. No, no. These it was like the headline, like fans upset about the violence in Multiverse of Madness. It's directed by Sam Raimi, of course, who I love from you know the Evil Dead franchise and. He did the first uh, few Spider-Man movies. But um, yeah, so of course, over-the-top violence in a Marvel movie. A, very fun for this guy. B, it's Sam Raimi, who like, I love his brand of over-the-top violence. I have seen nothing, though, of this movie. Jackie, the floor is yours. Please let the shit fly, my friend. Let me just say up top, (laughs) I have not ever seen a Doctor Strange movie before. Uh-huh. So jumping into okay. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, I guess a lot happens in it. Jackie, you should definitely listen to uh, Wizard of the Bruiser episode on Doctor Strange. I came won't. out uh, about not a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to spend more time in this universe you didn't like? <laughs> because the thing is, I could see how this dude could be cool, right? Now, I went with two, I went with three other people. Two of those people are beautiful, gorgeous, horrendous nerds. So the, the issues that they had with this movie were very different than the issues I had with this movie. Because every time Benedict Cumberbatch came on, I was just went next to myself, but wow. not to anybody else. Wow. Because I, wow. can I just say it? I have not watched Sherlock, another okay. preface here. What is it about Benedict Cumberbatch that people are like, he's just, he's your everything. He's everything. I agree with this. You look at him and your panties drip off your body with his magic and his space. Yes. I I actually was surprised. I I just assume, my thing is I assume everybody wants to either, you know, bone or be best friends with Benedict Cumberbatch. And so I'm relieved to hear that you don't because I just assumed everybody did and I've always not gotten it. But I've always been like, maybe it's because I haven't watched Sherlock. Maybe it's because I have seen enough. I don't know if I've seen the Doctor Strange movie, but I feel like I know him pretty well from all the mm-hmm. Avengers movies. And, and I'm always in, yeah, like a little like, bored by him. Plays major parts and all that. I mean, Doctor Strange is a really good utility character just for plot shit. Because he is this like wizard that can warp through shit. And he like is kind of very studious, so he can really give you a lot of exposition. I will just say this. I don't really know how I've never thought about how I feel about Benedict Cumberbatch, but I will say he was like fan favorite and like studio favorite to play Doctor Strange from the beginning. He almost didn't do it because of scheduling conflicts, like back when they were making the first movie, but he was always everyone's idea like cast like fantasy cast they're trying to make him like an Dr. iron Shrink. man now where he's just like kind of like like he's a snark snark yeah yeah he kind of does yeah he's got like comedy yeah 
Tony Snark. He's Tony well, it's also Snark, Sam Raimi. That, he does a bunch of comedy. Is it the last thing that I've seen with Benedict Cumberbatch? And maybe then I'm like, is it the only thing I've seen with Benedict Cumberbatch? Was Power of the Slog. And so I uh, just watched Power of the Slog. But he was, come on, but he was really He's good in good Power in of the Slog. with what he was given. <laughs> I love I just, show. You will never hear the actual name of that movie. It is only referred to as the Power of the Slog. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, so I'm sitting here watching this. Now here's the thing. I have watched all of WandaVision and I am brutally in love with Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. I loved WandaVision. WandaVision but what so they good. did with her character in this, the if you've seen WandaVision, you are aware of the fact that it's all like it's a lot about her being like a mother grieving uh, uh, the family that she could have had. So she's trying to use the multiverse. I don't know. Am I giving away too much? I don't know anything about this Marvel thing. I don't, I don't think, think we I are spoiling one. I think that this is this basic point. plot points. Yeah. But the entire thing is she's just like, my children. Where it's like, you're stronger than that. I know that you're like, lose, <laughs> like you miss your kids. I get my <laughs> and then Jared Leto's like, is your children with elephant and meaning? In the jungle? Peace in the jungle? Yeah, the kids are pissing in the jungle. Let them piss in the jungle. Power the slug. And then I just, and also I think I had just seen, not that long ago, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was such a brilliant movie when it comes to a multiverse idea. You also had the multiverse with Spider-Man, which also the Spider-Mans was delightful. I love the right. piggy. It's great. It made me so happy. Right. This movie is why I decided, I'm like, I'm going to yes and every Marvel movie because almost every single one, I'm like, this is desirable. I understand. They're fun. It's enough on a basic level. It's definitely, even even just to get into the air conditioning and just sure. take a break. Sometimes and you know, I, I'm a Nicole superheroes Kidman. feel good in a place like this. Exactly. Yeah. I am a Nicole Kidman. I am there. I am at the movie <laughs> There are mind fights with this where the I don't understand the rules of Doctor Strange and what he can and can't. I'm like, make the enemy. Don't, can't you just like turn him into water? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Doctor Strange too. I'm like, if you're so magic, where does your magic stop and start? I guess it's not all magic. Like, well, you can't just win every time. But yeah, I, I share that. And it's been a week and a half. So I feel like I'm allowed to say this. There is a part in it where they literally are fighting with music notes and like it's like piano 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 and then like the music notes float in the air and it goes Kachaw! and like throws them at like knives at them the, <laughs> the music notes that he's creating with the instruments and it made me so mad <laughs> I was just, why would that enrage you that sounds like a fantastical delight yeah it sounds fine to me i have no problem yeah. with that I hate yeah, it. <laughs> it's so just, just so strange what makes you mad sometimes. I just, I think it's the silence. I think I also <laughs> had to watch it in yeah. silence, so I'm just sitting there, just like, ew. If I could talk, oh, <laughs> and if these walls could talk, what they. And now for say. our final fight, Drake. Hit it! <laughs> I used to go myself. I just like, no! Why? It's actually <laughs> works for the scene. I all. get so wrapped up also in thinking about like mind fights. Now I love magic. I love I love watching magic shows. I'm down to read magic <laughs> books. Well, but this I, is a little the, well, it's, it's a little. This is sorcery, Jackie, not some mere sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love sorcery, but don't you ever just find yourself looking at them and thinking like what they look like without all the CGI. I find myself doing this a lot when I watch Marvel movies uh -huh. and then I laugh to myself because right. they would probably look really dumb. Very foolish, and yeah. everything that Doctor Strange does, think about him without 
all the CGI, he looks really dumb. And then I'm like, oh, and Jeff's like, just the integrity. But they right. also found a lot of problems <laughs> with the world that was built in it. So I didn't feel, uh, just not in the same way that I yelled about the music. Yeah, notes. they're like, and then this thing contradicted this. The Jaggy's like, and the music note <laughs> thing was dumb. They're like, all right, Jaggy, yes, the music note thing was dumb. I just needed to get it out. I just needed to um I need I love to it. say it and I appreciate you guys for listening to me. And yeah, fact- so get fucked, Marvel fans. You're all <laughs> idiots. <laughs> and we can't <laughs> confirm or deny because neither of us has seen it. I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah, we haven't Holy. seen it. And even even Gideon hasn't seen it. He always goes at midnight, but it was just, just been Dude, too busy. Dude, I just saw that Spider-Man movie that really? everyone watched months and months ago. Well, yeah, yeah. Talk about Doctor totally, Strange. He plays a big part in that too. I've given up Delightful. completely on like seeing anything in a timely manner. And also I could give 14 fucks about a spoiler at this point. I don't give a shit. Good for you. You could literally, Obama could be in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Obama could show up as thing I like, kept out, yes. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> and Obama's there. The Flash or something. You know what I mean? He shows up, he's, he's uh, the Flash in, uh, yeah, and and every, you know, if I found that, I'd be like, cool, dude, I have a baby at home. So I do not have time to give a fat flying fuck about whatever the movie magic could introduce to me right so now. So are you saying that you don't give a fuck that Elizabeth Olsen passed the polygraph test saying that she's never met John Krasinski, even though John Krasinski is in the Marvel Universe and even in they were in a fake like mind fight for half of a second? Yeah, so were they even in the same room? I think that is no, what, I where I land on room. I don't think they were even in the same room. And, I, I, and by also, the way, well, if you think that. that these people <laughs> w- watch these movies, you're out of your mind. Yeah, these right. people make these movies, they get tons of fucking money for it, and then they, what was the other one when everyone was like, I mean, of course we always love to go after Gwyneth Paltrow, Paltrow yeah. uh, but... At the same time, it's like, yeah, of course you didn't see watch the movie. Why would they watch this movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you didn't watch the movie, but my whole life revolves around the movie. <laughs> also, the idea yeah, that just because sad. you've been it's in a movie <laughs> with someone, it's not like you're all waiting in a gymnasium or something while you film. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. she probably just wasn't on set with him. Yeah, even if they were in a fight together for several minutes. That's what I mean. It was all minutes. CGI, so it was probably yeah. shot separately. Completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like so we're not absolutely. watching a fucking play right now. But I just want to say that if you are a person who doesn't like think that you need to watch 16 minutes of Elizabeth Olsen doing a lie detector test with Vanity Fair, I would say challenge that assumption because I was like, (laughs) oh, whatever. I like Elizabeth Olsen, but like 16 minutes. And then I started watching it and I was like, I don't like Elizabeth Olsen. I love Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. I want to. I love her in a sexual way. I love her in a friend way. I love everything about I love her energy. I like want to be like Uh-oh, her. It sounds like she's your yeah. perfect match. <laughs> I love her. Are you the one? And I'm so surprised because she also gives real Mary Kate and Ashley vibes in some some ways. But I also remember identifying a lot with them because we we're the same age and stuff, you know. And they were like, it was like having a ver- like somebody who your exact age always on TV being your exact age as you were growing up. Like, yeah. I think millennials just have a close. Some millennials just have a close relationship with them, but like. Then they, you know, they got all weird and stuff, but like she just is perfect. And I just want to say that this video of her doing the thing where she says that she doesn't remember John Krasinski and she's never met him 
And everyone, like, everyone's flabbergasted. I feel like when I was seeing tweets about this, everyone was like, what a cold bitch. And it's like, no, it's hilarious. Like, she's yeah. just like, yeah. I don't know that man. <laughs> it is so yeah. funny. Also, though, uh, this the first comment in this, uh, uh, at the end of this article, I'll just read because I agree with it. Are people really this unaware that polygraph tests don't work? Yes. They're only about 50% accurate, yes. which makes them literally useless. The fact that we use them in court cases is truly scary. Yes. Uh, and yes. I agree Fuck polygraph that. tests. Like, like, totally, totally. <laughs> My dad polygraph. taught me from a young age, and I don't know why, of how, how to, to pass, pass one. polygraph he's cool. tests. He's yes, cool and I'm just like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. But I would say the Vanity Fair, like the um, series that they have of different celebrities taking lie detector tests is actually a lot of fun. And I didn't realize how long, they've been doing it for years. Really? Uh, and so you can find super cuts of some of the best celebrity lie detector like moments with Vanity Fair. And it's very- That's cool. I was like, why have they been doing, like, I don't know if I would submit to being strapped to a lie detector test, even though technically I know how to pass it. <laughs> it's a good so idea even out. though they're totally useless it works for an interview because it like it like you can catch a person who is trained to be very good at media you can catch them like in a surprise you know so like yes. there's this moment where it's like elizabeth olsen says who's the musician that she's like a good actress and then the guy's like that's a lie and then she's like no 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 no! i swear i think she does a good job like and so it, it, it creates this like kind of fun the panic but also the panic is what yeah that's the fun that's the what the polygraph taking it. the the results or whatever it's the, it's the it's the process it's about the journey it's about the journey it's about Polygraph was about a journey, uh, not, about not the, the destination. The lie, They're yeah. definitely used to incarcerate people, but it's about the journey, not the destination. It's about the journey to incarcerating those people <laughs> and then murdering them in front of a bunch of people. Oh, is the Haim sisters because she lies about liking licorice pizza. Yeah. And that um she went to high school with the Haim sisters and that she thinks she's a better actor than Danielle Haim. Mean. That's, <laughs> those are mean questions. <laughs> but also it's it's shitty questions. Like it's mean questions to be asked. Yeah, yeah. If you that you have to respond to And so she legit funny. looks horrified. She's like, no, no, no. I think that she did she did a fine job in the I movie. I need to watch all that. And those. then he's like, lie, lie. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, so funny. I just think that she's adorable. WandaVision is great. WandaVision I, I mean, is so good. Like I didn't I feel like I enjoyed all the Marvel movies I had seen. But even the really good ones like Thor Ragnarok, I was like, yeah, that's fun, but I didn't walk away from any of them feeling like truly moved. And then WandaVision, I like st if somebody brings up WandaVision, I like go to a different place in my head. I was so moved by it. I thought WandaVision yeah. was so, so good. That it's changed cool my relationship for, for the MCU, for sure. I think that they, you know, need to keep going in these more innovative directions. And DC as well. I think DC's learned they can't be the MCU. They've tried so hard to create their own version of it, but they need to focus on the really good smaller stories that uh, they have in their from source material with the comic books, like instead of trying to create this interconnected web. That's of, the thing. How many more multiverse oh, movies do you have to watch? Man's in the post credits. I can't believe is he going to have the Emerald Gym in the fucking <laughs> fuck face movie about shitheads four? You love the Emerald Gem. You know, <laughs> you love it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, so you that's how it. I feel, man. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of Gia Gunn's energy right now. I'm really like feeling heel turny in my side. Yeah, yeah, button it up a little bit. Somebody's gonna really get upset with me. <laughs> no, here. that's oh. why it's a perfect time to bring up the diaper, which is uh, Gwyneth uh, Paltrow's yes. one hundred and twenty dollars disposable goop diapers called the diaper. So if they're bring that energy, Holden, because goop was trying to do something, and I feel. Failed. I'm more angry now that I know what the fucking point was than before I knew what the fucking point was. <laughs> I'm so angry about this. It was like, oh, I put out an ad for a goop diaper that, that called the Depair, and it's $120 for 12 diapers. And of course, everyone's like, ah, oh, fuck goop. And it's we all love to say fuck goop. It's one of love our favorite pastimes here. You know, so everyone had a good time saying fuck goop. Uh, because, of course, that sounds like something she would do because she does all sorts of other stupid shit that's, you know, whatever. And then she's like, did you think that was stupid shit? Well, ha ha, <laughs> joke's on you. Because it was we actually- We are sassy this morning, <laughs> y'all. I like it. Mad about this. <laughs> She's like, it's it just this is how April Reels Day was born. We don't like a prank where the prank is just like, I'm telling you something, it's the truth. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Actually, it's a lie. Like, that's not Yeah. That's exactly what Gwyneth Paltrow did. Like, oh, I put out a waiter a- did that again to me recently, by the way. My pet peeve <laughs> is when waiters go, Oh, because uh, we had this <laughs> guy that like liked Lexi and I at this Greek restaurant we lived right around the corner from. We'd go there all the time. And he started just like being he because he liked us, he'd be like, we'd be like, table for two, there were clearly plenty of tables. He'd be like, oh, we don't have any. We're like, okay, I guess we'll go somewhere else. Kidding, we have tables. Let me sit down. Uh, Can I get this drink? Oh, we don't have that drink tonight. Okay, I guess I'll order something else then. Just joking. We have the drink. And literally, we went to a restaurant. The other, I won't name the restaurant because I love the restaurant. I don't want to like blow them up. And the wait, literally, everyone was like, He's so excited to get this one appetizer. The waiter did the thing. He was like, "We oh, we're out of it." And I was like, "Oh man, I'm starving. That sucks." Kid, fuck off. <laughs> Kidding. It. Oh, what, a, what a brilliant uh, rug pool you've you've done to me, sir. Uh, yes, you I said a thing you. that is totally believable that could be very very easily believable and possible, and then and then it was a lie. Wow, what a fact fascinating fucking jib you got off on me. And this is what Goop did. Everyone, she was like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, you think I would overcharge for something so simple? Yes. You fucking idiot. And it's like, yes, of course everybody thought that. But then yeah, she's like, what you do. I actually did it for a cause. And she made a fucking video about it where you know it's serious because she's not wearing that much makeup. And she's like, no. it, if you think that 125 dollars for 12 diapers is bad then you should hear about the diaper tax diapers are taxed like a luxury item in 34 states you should get rid of the diaper tax okay whatever i did not have time to research the diaper tax and i'm sure that she's but like she's right sure whatever but like it's just such a like 
Oh, I don't even know how to, you're going to make a Especially public. Especially when it says, the video's caption urged people to donate to the organization Baby yeah. to Baby to help provide diapers, formula, and other essentials to families in need. Okay, fine. What did you do? You donate what to it, Gwyneth Paltrow. Do? You, you donate, donate to it. You, yes. what, did, what did you do? <laughs> you just spent a bunch of money to do a big do stunt to ask people to donate their own money right she should have at least been like i am pledging this amount of yes money. and i will meet the amount like it's like do right. something do, do okay, something okay. we're in the middle of a fucking thing. national formula crisis children need formula Just, to live by the way a nightmare. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic over here. We just got off of breastfeeding to start doing formula, and then this shortage happened. I can't even get into it. I have to not think. I have to zen out of it because it's so frustrating. But what about the diaper, Holden? But yeah, what is diaper? Does that make you feel better? Asks you to donate your own money to a cause that is structural, right? Not even to get into like the diaper tax, whatever. I don't know that much about it. It's kind of the least of our concerns if we're talking about inequality she could also be advocating like making diapers you know free or much more affordable. What about what's going on with the mississippi case of um uh, uh that might overturn roe v wade right why, why don't we talk about that you're like there's other like i'm not saying you're right diaper tax needs to be addressed yes but there sure. are more pressing things that also need attention right now and it could be the diaper uh you know the material problem of Family's not having enough diapers. Sure, Gwyneth Paltrow can't change capitalism. Yes. But you could literally, Gwyneth Paltrow, you could literally donate to these funds yourself and probably buy enough diapers for every baby in fucking America right now. Like, yes. So the idea that she, her awareness campaign, aware, fuck awareness. People need resources. <laughs> yes. People need material <laughs> yes. resources. Yes. Like, yeah. oh, awareness to give your own money to a cause. Gwyneth Paltrow, you are the one with money. You do it. <laughs> like, oh my we God. We don't have the money. Yes. We don't have the Like, no, everyone is flailing right now. The whole reason people were mad about your fucking dipair is because everyone struggles to afford shit right now. Everyone, and people struggle to afford diapers. You're right. Diapers are a horrific burden on people. So why are you asking people... To don't oh you were you pissed off about this because you would never spend this much money on diapers donate money, bitch people don't have that much money you have that much money oh my god it's just so enraging and she doesn't mention the formula crisis at all whoever maybe this was all filmed before you know the Roe v Wade and the formula stuff but you're totally right Jackie there is just so many. It's just to be like, I'm going to make a big fucking stunt about me and how good a person I am for caring about this diaper tax, which is like the leaf on the tree of inequality for parents, you know? <laughs> Can we please just talk about how uh, Megan Fox got a pussy hole ripped out of her crotch <laughs> of her pants? All right, and I fuck. said my piece. Let's talk about <laughs> Megan Fox cutting the hole. The diaper. She needed a diaper. That's what, then maybe that's why Megan Fox ripped the hole in the designer jumpsuit that she was wearing. No, she did it to fuck. And I, when I first read this, I was like, man, that sucks. To do this to a designer jumpsuit, like just because you wanted to fuck and you didn't want to take off the jumpsuit, um, Jackie, maybe the jumpsuit should have been made with an openable pussy hole 
in the crotch. I love a crotchless jumpsuit, and that's what I, now you're right. Holden. Also, that's to where pee. I'm learning from it. Yeah, well, yeah, also to Pussy pee. Yeah, but, to serve what's more funny than one is she function. probably did it to you're take right. a shit, but she couldn't be like, hey, I had to take a big, dirty shit <laughs> in, your, in your jumpsuit, and I couldn't get it off, so I ripped it so up. I, and, uh, so instead, she was so like, so instead, she was like, I had to have a dirty fuck session. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's such a good a point. Pee. I hope it was that she like got her period, so she ripped it open instead of having a Get this thing <laughs> As opposed to being like, yeah, do you want to fuck? Let's have a hot fuck. In this weird closet at this awards event. <laughs> but it's also, it's like a slippery, um, bejeweled jumpsuit of sorts. I was like, that's got to be difficult to rip, right? Yeah. Difficult to rip. Also probably difficult to have your balls up on, you know? For yeah. sure. Yeah. There would oh, be friction. Yes. It would be an ugly scene. I mean, you know, we've been there before, though, right? Where you had to have some kind of uh, liaison and clothes were blocking the way. Yeah. You push them <laughs> to the side. Yeah, like how you say it, Holton. Like you've never been touched before and you're like, uh, oh, dangerous liaisons. I've read that book. Yeah. So if you'd like to hear about the history of Doctor Strange and oh, very God. many good comic book versions, check out Wizard of the Bruiser. <laughs> I'm sorry I said I wouldn't listen to that Wizard and the Bruiser. I will listen to... (laughs) No, you don't have to. I think it'll just make you more like, yeah, exactly. Fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this I like sorcery. I think that the idea of it is cool. (laughs) Yeah, you're really very fucked Everyone knows. The first thing I learned about Jackie, she loves sorcery. Like, that is her big, big... She absolutely loves it. Cannot get enough of just pure fictional sorcery. Yes. Just not in that movie with their mind fights. Um, But yeah, they, she did do that. And I, um, I did quickly kind of flip on it though, where I'm like, well, I mean, I guess the costume design or the, like the designer like responded with like the laughing face emoji, which makes me think like, I, again, we just don't know. Maybe the person who designed this and who did all the work to create this outfit for her actually did think it was funny and it's like, haha, whatever, I'm getting paid to fix right. it no matter what, so who cares? Yeah. Or maybe it's like, haha, I'm texting with Megan Fox and it could be screenshotted at any time. Ha ha ha, that's ha. fun. You know, you I kind of think it's just there's so much money involved in this. That, yeah. Yeah. That's completely fine. That that yeah, money solves all problems. I made right? you a nice I mean, outfit. You want to ruin it so you can fuck that's fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You're paying me, pay me more an absurd amount of money. You're giving me diaper, you know, designer diaper money. So. <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of designer diaper money, Ugh. Julia Fox went to the grocery store wearing underwear and holding denim pants as a purse. And just happened to have a photographer there ready to Isn't take perfect photos of them uh, as as clearly a part of like a personal campaign. The, she is taking every fucking note from the like Kim Kardashian stay relevant uh, playbook. We didn't even talk about, did we she not talk evil, about that video right? clip by the way of her? I think she's too Joms. stupid. <laughs> I think she's too dumb to be evil. Remember when she was like, I'm gonna write a memoir. Well, oh, yeah. Started <laughs> as a, a memoir. I'd, I'd never heard her talk before. So when I heard, the second what I heard about her talk, Uncle Joms. Like, Did you not watch the Uncle Joms? The second I turned, no, what was that? Um, when she said, Uncle Joms. <laughs> what is that? What did she say she's there? What is that, Jems? Oh, Uncut Gems. She was like, she was like, I was amused, like, I like talking about because she was in Uncut Gems. And yes. then she said the name. By the way, don't remember 
remember her from that movie, by the way. That I also did She's not remember. She's always associated with this movie, apparently. I definitely watched it, and I have no recollection of what who she was in it and what she did. Oh, is that why you didn't laugh hysterically when um I introduced the uh the article of Julia Fox. I wrote, uncut joms. Looks like she's got some <laughs> cocked jeans. Sometimes I read something and I just keep it. So by, yeah, so by the way, she's literally in underwear and like a jean jacket and jean boots going Slouchy, to the grocery store. knee high, high heeled jean boots. I don't, I will never claim to understand fashion. I know that I have like a fun personal style, but I don't get fashion. And she's like, if you go out to the beach, you go out to the grass. I thought that was a fun quote. Also, I have to confess that <laughs> I, I think am, it's true. <laughs> I find myself in a very strange wow. Julia Fox. Are you, wow. How dare you bring some positivity into this episode? <laughs> this is every article we've talked about. We, we have are slammed it here. Well, this is very, what I'm about to say is very difficult from a page seven point of view because I'm about to say something bad about Ooh. Bette Midler and good about Julia Fox. Which well, is, Bette okay. Midler has been, been being, wait, being a wait. boomer. She, she, she needs on. to have her Twitter taken away. Yes. Okay. And yeah, so Bette Midler yeah. had a tweet. There should be an age limit, man. There should be an age limit. Yes. On Bette Midler media. had a tweet uh, about the formula shortage saying, try breastfeeding. It's free and available on demand. Uh, I, she's one of those. Yeah. So fucking Fuck obnoxious. Yeah. Have you, do you really think people haven't heard of breastfeeding when they've had a fucking baby? Yeah. So, so the shortage wasn't have. Let's take my case for example. The shortage wasn't a thing when we decided to wean off breastfeeding because it was literally the only way our baby doesn't didn't latch, so it was just pumping only, and it was like ruining our lives. And we, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It was and it was time, and it was time. It was also it's been several months. It's like it's time to do it. And then this thing came, and now we're in this position. But like. We, how would Rita know? And by the way, in doing in the process of all of it, I now see how much, how many crazy issues come with breastfeeding. I saw you out there, MJ, talking about this as well on Twitter, and I was just like, 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 like. I mean, it was just like, yeah, dude, it's so complicated. I know it sounds simple, but it's not. It's so complicated, and that's the thing. It's like it just, it's just one of those things that seems like, well, how hard could it be? Yeah. You just hold the baby up to your chest. And yeah. it's actually incredibly complicated. And the reason I'm in Julia Fox's corner right now oh. is because she responded to Bette Midler and said, actually, Bette, with a small b, actually, Bette, a lot of women can't produce breast milk. Um, which is, of course, there's a million reasons why people formula feed. Sometimes out of, you know, they started with what I did also. I started with breast milk. I switched to formula. It made me a more present parent. It made me physically, you know, able to sleep more it made me healthier it made but also some people i had a friend who just her body just could not produce breast she had to have formula her baby was starving before she realized this her baby was starving because she didn't know but she was trying trying she thought she was doing something wrong right so it's like there's so much shame and so much fucking stigma around people around formula feeding and around breast milk and so whatever bet midler i'm not coming for you because you're a boomer you just need your phone taken away but we do yeah. like julia fox for good for clapping back yes. at bed midler at least for this week i will i will be yeah, out of her corner dumb, at the end of this weird, episode but that is weird dumb take and what's annoying is 
if for some people it is maybe simple and easy for some people for a small amount of people just like for some people their baby magically just just naturally naps (laughs) two hours at a time you know but that's a small group of people and then those people have no understanding of what anyone else goes through and it's just like yeah it's easy (laughs) I had it easy so it's easy for everyone it's easy this is just like I can't eat this is such a social media e thing right it's like well that was easy for me so it must be easy for everybody I'm just glad that the person that is defending all of this is the one that also went out with high waisted jeans that she cut off the top part of the high waisted <laughs> jeans and wore it as a shirt and I think that that it's like I'm glad that she's the defender she is the voice of reason against Bette Midler Come it started on. as like a memoir but now it's just like a book I think it's what she's literally said it oh started my God, as like wait, a memoir wasn't that an are you the one where they didn't know what the word oh no that was in the circle in the circle half of them they were like what would your memoir title be and half of them was like what's a memoir, what's a memoir? <laughs> i don't know what a memoir is and, they and those know are what the, the exact kinds of people was. who end up writing a memoir by the way it's those people end up doing it. <laughs> yeah uh, at age it's like 25 <laughs> yeah as my memoir i'm writing it at 25 years old because i've been through is the same people as like the 17 year old girl that wins like a Grammy and she goes up there and she's like, I've been dreaming about this all my life. <laughs> it's like, you've barely been on the planet Earth. What do you mean? A whole entire life. Like <laughs> my whole, every day of my big. My nibbling says when I was a kid. I'm like, you're 16 years old. Yeah. So stop saying when I was a kid. I'm not saying that you're not an, like becoming an adult, but. Stop saying when I was a kid. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to say hit me with the share because it's time for a celebrity conspiracy. Do you believe it? Is Dwayne The Rock Johnson a CIA agent that helped take down bin Laden? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> was this like during the time of... Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> I mean, it it goes back. It goes back a ways. It goes back a ways. Okay, so let's get into it. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about Kendall Jenner and the cucumber, but please continue. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh my god, that's the good. cucumber cutting is the crazy. <laughs> okay, really good. Just look for up Kendall Jenner across? cutting a cucumber. I love that at one point her mom is like um, we should the get the chef? chef to come out here and cut this thing because she knows how dumb. And it's just so, it's like a five-year-old, I think, would not think to cut She's it this way. a butter knife. Puts her hand like over, around the cucumber. Her hands are crossed like in the shape of an X and she's holding it yeah. over underneath. Like she's playing the drums or something. You know what I mean? They're like arms are crossed. Like it's so completely counterintuitive to how anyone would approach and just shows how little they've done of basic things in their lives and that's fine <laughs> they can be privileged and have all that i don't what i don't care i'm not je- i'm not jealous cut something you're it's crazy old and i just love to yeah it was definitely this moment of like i'm gonna do it myself like she was seven years old she was yep. so proud she's like i want a snack yeah. i can open up the fridge by myself now <laughs> 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 i'm sorry if you guys came for the cattiness, then you get the cattiness uh, today. <laughs> I think it's drag con. We'll come in and be like, hey, big, beautiful world. Let's, you know, yeah, Gia Gunn got us. We're, we're Gia's, to, we're in Gia's camp today. And it's so bad. But anyway, so sorry. We'll be more like, yay, the world next week. But this week, we're fucking <laughs> a bunch catty. of hens. Just a bunch of hens just screaming about fucking our, 
bullshit. All right. So speaking of cats, this one comes from Cat, who says, I stumbled into a worm time on Dwayne The Rock Johnson and how he is actually an agent for the CIA and either helped take down Osama bin Laden or just had the insider scoop and tweeted about it. This video is too fast, but I took it is a hilariously fast video. I don't know why they would make it that fast. They just pop up all these screenshots of like articles and tweets <laughs> so quickly. No one could ever discern it. You have to like pause the video while you. So I'm um, thank you for taking the screenshots. Uh, do you believe? All right. So here we wow. go. Uh, first of all, you've got Obama announces death of Osama bin Laden. That was uh, May 2nd, 2011. Dwayne The Rock Johnson tweets on uh, May the 1st, 2011. Just got word that will shock the world. Land of the free, home of the brave, damn proud to be an American. Whoa. That was the day before. Whoa. The day before. Um, also... From a, um, I think it's from an uh, some other article. Fun fact: In college, my goal was to eventually work for the CIA. Until my criminal justice professor and advisor, Dr. Paul Cromwell, convinced me that the best operative I could become for the agency is one that also had a law degree. Blah 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 blah. So, anyways, yeah. So he said apparently he did have an interest in that. Then he gets connected. There's this weird lawsuit. I don't really get it, but he gets connected to this group called Brothers to the Rescue. Brothers to the Rescue is a Miami-based activist nonprofit organization headed by this guy who was former CIA. Um, and I think that's the big thing. Jose Pasulto, he was uh, is a former CIA-trained Cuban political descendant, uh, dissident and the leader of the nonprofit Cuban exile organization, Brothers to the Rescue. And Dwayne Johnson was connected to this group. It's a lot of like... Weird back and forth on that. Those are the big pieces of evidence. So not that crazy. Whoa. Yeah. The tweet, the May 1st tweet is already enough for me. I don't need anything else. I don't want to find out what else was going on in The Rock's life at that point on May 1st, 2011. I don't want to know. We could probably find out what he was now, tweeting about, but I don't want to know. I it would also argue, I would also like to argue that if you are The Rock... Like or, or rather, if you're Osa if you're Obama, and you just took out Bin Laden, you mean Obama from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? All <laughs> oh, right, please. Yeah, he does make that appearance, right? As the talking cat. <laughs> Big spoiler, by the way, guys. Sorry about that. I wouldn't give a fuck because I have a baby at home at like a mouth to feed and like real shit to think about and worry about day to day. So I don't care. Not that me, he's a baby. baby. <laughs> Only thinking about Doctor Strange. When you're here. Dumb fuck shit seems normal in a place like this. <laughs> All right. But anyways, if I was Obama and I just fucking was like, we just got him, it'd be like, oh shit, who do we call? Who do we call to fucking let know about? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think you CIA. They're like, the rock, baby. the rock, baby. Let's call The Rock because you know he's going to pick you up and hype you up. Be like, yeah, you got him. Yeah, you fucking got him, Obama. Obama's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck good. I'm going to fuck Michelle tonight so fucking hard. I'm going to rail her down. <laughs> and, then, and, and The Rock's just like, yeah, rail down that fucking, that fucking beautiful woman with her big, strong arms, their sexy arms. Everyone's obsessed oh, with God, her arms. I, w I mean, I will also say that if The Rock told me that he was proud of me for almost anything, I'd die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's why you like, call him. Me? If you're the president of the United yeah, States, even if you're and you Obama. just took out yeah. enemy number fucking one, who are you going to pick up the phone and tell first, right? Yeah. You're going to call uh, someone who's going to hype you up and make you feel like big dick Jonathan. Right. And that is going to be Dwayne <laughs> The Rock's Johnson. Big dick Jonathan, Jonathan Obama. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. That's, That's who I call. Yeah. You got to decide what's the your greatest achievement, killing Bin Laden or like getting a high five from The Rock, you know? That must have been such oh a fun day God. for Obama. Like everybody that room just called people up. We got him. We got him. <laughs> Get Everyone's The Rock like, on the you phone. Got him, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. All right. So I, I don't think I believe. I personally, I believe that that is the scenario. That's I, I believe he got the news, but I think it's just because he's. You know, that dude you would call, not because he's CIA trained. What about you guys? CIA or no? I um, think he would do whatever it takes to uh, protect his family. Uh, <laughs> I put him in the Liam Neeson category. And so I do think he is CIA. Gotcha. I think that he underwent the training, I think, like to get right. him um, from wrestler. I think he also, I also think in the process, he sold his soul, which that's a <laughs> yeah, whole other. But again, sure. I'm just a girl into sorcery. That was just so for the tequila, though. That was just oh, for the yeah, tequila yeah, company. Yeah. Terramana tequila. <laughs> Do you think he took out Bin Laden? Do you think he was a member of SEAL Team Six? <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna have yep. to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kat. They believe it I after all. <laughs> You convince us. Thank you. Yeah. He's like the fifth Beatle. He's like SEAL Team. He's like the seventh member of SEAL Team 6. And you know what he said afterwards? This is going to be a, a really specific Moana joke. But after he killed Bin Laden, he said, what can I say? You say yeah, you're, you're well, welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's exactly. And then Encanto shows up for some reason. Encanto. I was like, we don't even see that movie. It hasn't even come out yet. Go back when we see the movie. Just like, oh, sorry. Lo siento. And just disappears. Weird room. That room was weird that day. From all accounts, there were cartoon characters showing up in that room. Just just hear about it. Executed by a group of military men. All right. Don't worry. It's time for the list, guys. Who's on the list? Jackie! Gotta gotta have have that list. list. Terrible ideas and off-the-mark predictions about the future of movies. There was some on here that I thought was, uh, I thought that were very interesting. Um, While 20th Century Fox's co-founder didn't see TV as a competition, he said television won't be able to hold on to any market it captures after the first six months. People will soon get tired of staring at a plywood box every night, um, <laughs> said Daryl F. Zanuck in 1946, and he would be wrong. The thing that we were looking for, apparently, though, was in 1960, the invention of Smell-O-Vision. Yes. Mike Todd Jr. figured that releasing scents in sync to the action on the screen would improve scenes set in restaurants, perfume shops, and such. Needless to say, <laughs> the gimmick Stonk, do you get it? Yeah, all the perfume shop. The millions of scenes that take place in perfume. Like most of the time, like you don't want to be smelling like blood and gasoline, which is like the majority of scenes in movies, you know? And of course, uh, polyester, shout outs to John Waters, who did a pop history on him. Yes. he did smell a vision with in his 1980 film Polyester. Yes, in As like um, a throwback. Really? Very rough uh, smell o vision, though. Yeah, it also is John Waters' smell o vision too. So you can't believe it. <laughs> Which is why it's so great. No, it always makes me think of they have a ride at Disney that like they have a show that is in 4D that they would like shoot yes. out the sense at the Muppets you. thing. That one didn't have the sense. 
Um, there was another one that was like a Fantasia one Ooh. that they would like. So like when the food would come through, they would put out the smells and stuff. And I was like, what's in it? It's got to be like a like a noxious gas, right? <laughs> that smells like that. Right. Um, but maybe that was just the anxiety of a child. Percepto. The movie will rub you. 1959's The Tingler, ah. starring Vincent Price, allowed moviegoers to feel the character's fear by activating a vibrating device in their seats. The expanse uh-huh. and lack of follow-up movies that use the gimmick made it a passing um, fad, but that passing? just sounds like... Yeah, I wouldn't say passing. I think it was just a precursor for like the thing that exists in movies now. Yeah, oh, I think so, because now, like, uh, we just, I mean, uh, we'll, the one thing we did do with Doctor Strange, we saw it in the Prime Theater at AMC, which has, like, the crazy bucket seats, and it also, the sound makes you feel like, like, like you're on the, um, the Aerosmith roller coaster where it's like no one else can hear the sounds the way I hear the sounds. And I'm making a lot of theme park references right now. Um, But then also the the seats kind of shake as well, like you're in the middle of the battle. So um, you're right, Holden. It was just the precursor to that. Totally. Well, something that did go by the wayside was hypnomagic. Oh, this from the anti-sorcery lady, of course. (laughs) No, I'm pro-sorcery. To literally (laughs) hypnotize audiences introduced in 1960s, the hypnotic eye. Since you haven't gone to a hypnosis movie ever, you already know that it failed. And I will say, maybe Doctor Strange, that's what it was Mm -hmm. missing. Maybe it was trying to do hypnosis on us. But also, are you guys able to do, I was talking about this not that long ago. Are you able to do the magic eye thing where you put your face up to the paper and move it away? And see so I actually, that was, I hated the uh, the science fair and doing the science. Why? I Because I could, they were always like, just come up with a new science experiment. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll just pull that out of my whole ass. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> a child, not a doctor. Yeah, like, I, that involves so much, like, I mixture love that of response. If my kid with, gave me that response, I'm a child, not a doctor. I'd be like, you don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> You're right. I'll yeah, talk absolutely. to the, I'll do so it So it now. just stressed me out, because I was like, what do I, co- I don't know anything about, you know, how to come up with an experiment. That seems insane. So I did a magic eye experiment where I, uh, I I just uh, all I did was just show a bunch of different people a set of magic eyes and see if they could see them was like oh, oh, that's a good experiment yeah, lazy just to see good. how many because it's this thing that people could or couldn't do I could pretty much only do it by doing that weird thing where you like cross your eyes Same. or whatever yeah that's why I don't yeah like that it. was the only way it makes me dizzy which made it invert it didn't do it right it would do it the opposite way it would make it go in instead of out towards you oh. so it was like kind of the she way but I was kind of obsessed with them I think just because. This is like that weird time in your childhood when you're just about to start experimenting with drugs, but <laughs> yes. you're like want just altering experiences. You know what I mean? You're like you, you're like using candy. You're not like eating candy. You're using it. Yes. Yeah. Around point. the time we're all snorting Adderall, uh, not Adderall. God, good lord, that well, was like, that was right saying, around the corner. Uh, no, the, uh, <laughs> Altoids. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. again, talk about yeah. the precursor for me snorting Adderall. Yeah, like, totally. Was, you know, snorting Altoids. The, uh, permanent markers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, the smelly markers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. The smelly markers. It was like that kind of those weird things you would do, and I feel like. It was such a fun, like, whoa, look at it, man. There's more that meets the eye. So anyways, yeah. 
So I could do it and you could do it, MJ. Could you do it, Jackie? I could do it. I could do it. But I, I also liked the idea of crossing my eyes because I was like, man, if they got stuck like that, that would be like such an awesome way to oh, live my life. Oh my like God. I thought that that would be fun Jesus when I was Christ. a kid. So I would cross my eyes a lot. Um, hey, I'm going to go ahead and say it uh, attributes to how poor my eyesight currently Or like is. mess with your eyes to give like weird effects and stuff like, too. Like, yeah, shaky yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. I like touching my eyeballs. And this is where I, by the way, this is where I got to wheel out the old mall rats reference. It's a schooner. Yep. It's a sailboat, idiot. Schooner is a sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I... Yeah, hold in. <laughs> he spends the whole movie trying to see what's in a magic, trying to see the sailboat. That's, the magic right, eye. that's right. That's right. That's right. And that's he right, finally right. goes crazy at the end, and he, you know, storms the stage for the dating competition that Brody's a part or something. All right, I'll watch it again. <laughs> but maybe they should do it at Edible Cinema in the UK, which gives moviegoers a tray of mystery boxes containing bite-sized foods to consume during particular parts of a film. Now, that's something that I that's cool. would I think that I could get into. Yeah. But what, like, because you're not going to know what's inside of the box, but also it seems like they have different liquids in little bottles that you have to slock up too. And um, I think that I would be scared of that. I just, it's, it, I want it to be food, right? Again, it's not going to be like, I don't want to taste like blood or grass or like river yeah, water. Yeah, exactly. You know? I'm so afraid it's like, of the mystery of it. It has to be food. And probably it's going to be like, oh, this is a scene where they're drinking martinis. I want it to be a martini, you know? So it's not going to be that much of a surprise. I feel like they're combining two different games. Right. One game is taste of food and guess what it is. And another right. is watch a movie and have what they're having in the movie. These are <laughs> yes. two different games. And <laughs> this is what I would say would be awesome. We do the like Nighthawk or Alamo Draft House thing and it's a drink pairing throughout. So you got a fun. cocktail made specifically for like different parts of the movie. And maybe it's a movie where the you know, it's like a noir somewhere they're drinking constantly in it. And yeah. you're like yeah. having the drink with them. Or leaving fun. Las Vegas. Dude, I leaving you Las you Vegas. Up they just hand it? you bottles of uh what'd you what do you Oof. think about that fun? Oof, man, I do I will tell you, if you like if you don't drink anymore and you're like if you're thinking about like, man, I forget what it's like, just watch Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, it was <laughs> Jeff just like come, like, yep, made the right both choice. of us were where I'm just like right. I'm just so happy that I was like, man, like we actually got into really intense conversation where I'm like I could have gone down that road mm, yeah which was very scary so they but you know not cinema 
Great flick. And then weirdly, it's sexy too. Yeah. Right? That's the weird part. Like, it's like the most like sad depths of depression thing, but then also you're like weirdly turned on throughout yeah. it. As well. it's what they should really do is have a box for fear and loathing in Las Vegas where you get to do a yes, bunch of drugs. Yes, you do all the, the drugs. Now, that yes. was kind of what I was getting towards with the cocktails, but I, I did that pop to my head. And yes, MJ, apps of fucking lutely how fun that would be fun now that would be a day (laughs) Uh, but that's it for my list okay oh no (laughs) me's got me's peepers and they're really bad me's thinks me's goings alright oi we can't say yeah whatever Jackie I did it (laughs) I did the thing Oh my goodness, we've got some really fun blinds for you guys today, okay? So just strap in. I'm strapped. Put on a strap on. You ready? Strap in and strap on, strap out. Isn't that what they said? Isn't that what's his name said in the 60s, Summer of Love? I believe that was what he said. And I can't remember his name. The acid guy. Strap in, strap on, strap out. All right. um, This foreign-born A-list singer says she was almost kidnapped two months ago while at dinner with a Russian oligarch. She says his bodyguards chased away the potential kidnappers. I'm not sure I believe her. Rihanna? Celine Dion. Um, she was. She had drank so much. So it's not she, Celine Dion. It was almost like she was levitating. It was amazing. She was not like Rihanna, Dua Lipa. Yeah, dude. Dua Lipa and Celine Dion are very similar, though. I will say that. Why was yeah, Dua yeah. Lipa getting drinks with a Russian oligarch? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> During Wait the war in Ukraine, like if it yeah, was right? several what months ago, it already second? started. You do a leap of doing some like ambassadorship. Do a leap is all over the place. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but it's a very fun follow. So I don't even know what to do with her. She's so ridiculously hot and talented yes. and just like on top of her game. It's almost like she's not real. Like she, yes. she almost reminds me of like the kind of like anime hologram performers coming out <laughs> of Japan. Like I'm just yes. like, what is he, how are you even an actual person? So this is kind of fun. This gives, you know, okay, maybe she's got a little bit of a, you know, a bad, no, actually this actually makes her more fantastical. Next she's going to be like, I have a tail now. And you're like, okay, I guess you have a tail. <laughs> this is not exactly the same way, but I'm watching our flag uh, means death. And oh, I feel like love. I'm just like, now I'm just like, Taika Waititi is like a magical God dropped from the yeah. heavens. Like why is totally. he so good at everything? Why is How everything hot he touch is he? turns to gold? Yeah. How hot is he though? He's so hot, hot and he? everything he has made is so so good. Jeff showed yeah. me this TikTok yesterday that was just like, Taika Waititi, how does he make everything great? Where he's like, oh, pirates? Um, bring in big bisexual energy. Yeah, all pirates are bisexual. Uh, action, like superheroes? Yeah, no, they're all bisexual. Yeah, bring in that energy, baby. And it's just like everything that he touches, just like, and like, it's like, oh, surprise, is bringing sexuality in just like, yeah. even intention and how you hold yourself? Does it make for a more interesting film? Power of the slog? Oh, please. Please, Jackie. Um, all right, let's move on. I don't even want to keep going with what I was going to say. Let's keep going with the plot. Lines. Oh, bourbon coffee. <laughs> the worst thing in the world, this former A-list tweener turned A-list singer slash actress, is to get involved with the ignorant A-list rapper with bad lyrics. He only cares about himself. Drake and Millie Bobby Brown? No, but good guess. Yeah. No, but well, has, has Millie Bobby Brown really come out of the tweener phase? I mean, I almost feel like we're still kind of there a little bit. She's been dating John Bon Jovi's son. Really? 
Oh, now yeah. this Think person, about that, MJ. <laughs> she is uh, she's actually in a in a uh, a show getting a second season um, with two comedy icons. Um, but she's and she was in a really fun movie about college girls. But she's mostly known as a singer. And she put out an album or a song that everyone was really into for a while recently, not too long ago, not recently, but not too long ago. You Can know you what I'm saying? The blind I love about it. What? Can you say the blind again? Yes. The worst thing in the world, this former A-list tweener turned A-list singer slash actress. Miley Cyrus. Close. To get involved with the ignorant A-list rapper with bad lyrics. He only cares about himself. All right, let me get some song hints here. Selena Gomez. Yes. Okay. All right, now who could the rapper be? Now, the rapper is kind of new on the scene. I'm not even really familiar with these so-called bad lyrics. I pulled this from the Blind Item site, so it's not my judgment I'm making. But lately, the blinds, at least, seem to be giving him a lot of, like, he's maybe homophobic. But not homophobic. He can't be homophobic, but he's like something. He's like bad taste, maybe. Is it Bad Bunny? Bad with women or some. I don't know. He was, but his, okay. He guested on one of the biggest names in music right now's uh, track, and that big name is very good at Twitter. I big don't name. Biggest, good at Twitter. Big name. Share. What's a big Share. name right now? A young person that's oh. big right now and really good at Twitter. Jabuki. Jabuki. He is really good at Twitter. Who even is Jabuki? Is that like a cartoon <laughs> character that your kids watch? No, he's a comedian. Time's for like- Jabuki hour. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Jabuki. Ooh, look, this is the color red. And this is the number four. And this is the sky is blue. Uh, I, I know that Chance is Twitter. like a big twi- twit head, right? No, no, no. He is gay. Oh, Lil Nas X. So he, yeah. but not Lil Nas X. Not they, Lil Nas they, X. They were on Jack Harlow yeah. song. Yes, Jack Harlow and Selena Gomez has been rumored to be possibly dating right now. I guess Jack Harlow has problematic lyrics, maybe in the past or something. I haven't listened to his stuff. I'm only gleaning. I'm the old man gleaning right now. Right, this is old man gleans. Over here. All I know uh, about Jack Harlow is that I like him for collaborating with Lil Nas X and that whenever he's yes. asked about like, are you cool with gay people? He's like, yeah, why not? Like, yeah, he's just like, for, yeah. Yeah, no problem with that. Yeah. So he seems uh, fine. The only problem I have is he's black. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. just like, whoa, what's going on? You know what I mean? Why do we have a problem with that? Uh, I literally I don't know. only know the song that he has on TikTok. Yeah, that but apparently he's TikTok. like big. That's, yeah, whatever. All I know about him. But they've been uh, a lot of uh, rumors swirling around them dating. Uh, Selena Gomez posted a video of her listening to one of his tracks and like really getting into it. And then apparently they had some like cutesy back and forths on social media. That's where all the speculation is coming from. Oh. Do you believe back to celebrity conspiracy? And then you have to do the list again. No, I believe. <laughs> all right. We got to close out with this. This is a great, I just love this story. I almost should have just sent this article as an article to talk about in the main space, but I'm glad to do it here in the blinds. And this is, by the way, this blind is weirdly worded, and I couldn't even figure out how to like unfuck the weird wording <laughs> of this blind. If she wasn't so wasted all the time and required a million meetings before saying yes, then maybe the one-name permanent A-list singer wouldn't have missed the chance to rip off everyone with her new NFT line. Too late now, though. One-name singer. Old. Share. Old. 
No. Why is it shares? Yeah, you guys just guessed. We got share on the brain share today. The yeah, man. <laughs> old. Not that. I mean, old. But well, yeah, creepy lately. I would say, um, uh, just kind of being making us unsettled, and this Madonna. is no different. Yes, Madonna. Have you seen Madonna's NFT? It is a tree coming out of her vagina. It's these Whoa. NFT videos. She, I guess, sent in. Like they did a r- digital reproduction of no, her pussy. No, then she's giving birth to a robotic centipede. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. There's three different NFT no. like videos. By the way, great timing for this because everyone knows that everyone knows that, I don't know, maybe the whole market on that stuff is completely crashing and falling apart. I love all the celebrities who are still, even Snoop Dogg, come on, man. Super out there with the NFTs. It's like, guys... It's become super exposed, like the whole, I mean, and the market in general has been crashing. So, of course, crypto and NFTs are going to like go down with it in a big way. But like still, I I, I can't even get into the details of it because I don't actually know because I'm so like about the whole thing. But generally, NFTs are like, yes, Jackie, describe what you're seeing right now. Um, She's (laughs) giving birth to a robotic centipede. I'm watching. I don't understand. These are videos. Can a video be an NFT? Yeah, I guess there's an and then there's butterflies coming out of her pussy. Yes, I'll buy that for a dollar. And then there's and then there's a tree coming out of her pussy. Yeah, see there you go. So I was out of her pussy. Yeah, everything's coming out of her vagina. It's a weird like digital Madonna. It's incredibly upsetting. Almost looks like there's 911 footage behind it, but I don't think that's 911 (laughs) footage. It was like some partnership she did with some artist. It it looks just very off. It's just everything about it. No one's happy about it. Everyone's upset about. Happy about it, and I wanted. I'm glad to finally share it with y'all because I don't know. Have you? Are you looking up any of this, MJ? Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. I couldn't even. I'm glad Jackie had to describe it because I don't even know what I would say. (laughs) And there's like a close up of her pussy, and like you know, a lot of legs. Apparently, it's like maybe she's sitting in a mold or something. It's like a direct replication of what her vagina looks like. So now we all know what that looks like. Really, thank God. I was like, when I'm counting down the minutes to when we're gonna see Madonna's. Pussy for reals. Just the whole thing is so upsetting, and nothing, yeah, nothing about it's good. And I'm can't these get old to... music people who made really good songs just leave us with except what, for share, except for share. Yes, but can't everyone else just let us enjoy like a prayer without having to think about this every time we hear it? <laughs> I don't <laughs> want that. I love robotic centipedes coming out of a pussy. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see today. It was like I hope. Ooh, uh, today's the day. My God. Um. All right. You're released. You I can, can see, see again. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, and I can see, and I never want to see that fucking video ever again. It. <laughs> it makes me so. Upset. I don't want to see it. You did this to us. So it. gross. While you couldn't see, no less. And thank you for doing this to us. And thank you guys so much for joining us today. I um I am I'm so happy to be back. And thank you for giving me space so that I could yell because I was silent. And I was silenced for too long. <laughs> and you will not silence me again. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jackie Zabrowski. Thank you guys for joining us today. You can follow me on Instagram. Check that word. You, yeah, that's where we're ending it, Holden. And you can also follow us over on page seven LPN on TikTok because now I'm obsessed with fucking TikTok. Not so much making them because I kind of forget, but I love to stare at it. And come hang out with us over on 
Tuesdays and Sundays over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie. We talk about sex and we try to have sex with daddies. Oh my God, my name's Holden McNeely, but more importantly, Taylor Swift just delivered her commencement speech for NYU Class of 2022, and I'm going to watch the video after this, and so excited, so congratulations to Taylor Swift, and I'm going to go ahead and say, because your achievements are so great, and mine are so uh, loath in comparison, I'm not even going to promote myself right now, because Taylor, I love you. Wow. Would you like me to go into the village, Holden, and try to see if I can find her? Maybe. Get her. Get her for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's going to be just like what happened, almost happened to Dua Lipa. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know what? Whatever about my Twitch stream and whatever else I think I want to do with my life, check out Taylor Swift's music on Spotify (laughs) or anywhere music can be found. And just know that she eclipses anything I could do or probably, unless you're some like astronaut listening to this right now, floating around in space, which probably is cool. what you do as well. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. But I also, uh, if you want to listen to what I think about Joe Alwyn's fucking, yes, Taylor Swift's boy toy in conversations with friends, go over and uh, listen to Talking TV over on the page seven. She loves him and she loves the show. MJ, go on. She's a big fan of him as she should be or she's dead to me. So that's interesting. Taylor Swift on Apple uh, Music. I can't believe how charmed you are by just (laughs) knowing that this speech just happened. You're so moved. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm unwilling to promote myself. I stand by that. I will not be promoting myself today. Oh, well, uh, my guess name, we're proud of him. Uh, now I've got to try to, you know, stand in the shadow of Taylor Swift's commencement yeah. speech at NYU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your Twitter, MJ? Because it doesn't even matter. You got a doctorate in something. I'll never from NYU be Taylor Swift delivering the 2022 commencement speech <laughs> at NYU. But I don't know. If you want to see whatever bullshit I do, you can follow me on MJKLCAT. <laughs> On Instagram. I do very little, especially. There you go. Maybe, maybe MJ will post the video of the speech or whatever on maybe, Instagram. Maybe, but probably not. A, probably maybe. not, but that might be a place you could see it. We'll see. <laughs> it Thank you guys for joining us. But before we go, it's time for the shout out. Sing to me. Shout. 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 Let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. Thank you guys so much for sending in such amazing shout outs to page7podcasts at gmail.com. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to do the shout outs last week and I hope that Holden did even half as amazing of a job as I always do. I'm sure he was fine, but I love you guys and I always appreciate you guys taking the time to even just write in just to say hi. And I can never thank you guys enough. So you can send in your shout outs or just whatever you want over to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is seven the number. So it's page7podcast at gmail.com. And we got some beauties coming over from Michael from Jolio. Oh my God, Michael, you gave me a throwback saying, you loved LPN since we were CCR. It's like I forgot about years of my life when we were Cave Comedy Radio. But I want to send you and your partner Daniel Woods all my love. But before my love can burst forth at you, it's time for a birthday shout out to Daniel. Michael says, can you please give a massive shout out to my most amazing and supportive partner, 
Daniel Woods on the occasion of his 40th birthday on the 21st of May. Yay! Congratulations! You made it to 40! And babe, I bet you look even better now than you did 20 years ago. 40's the new 10. You heard it here first. God, no thank you. I don't want to go through my teenage years again. And I bet you don't either, Daniel Woods. I hope that you have the most amazing birthday. Michael says, he keeps me mostly on the straight and narrow, and I love him more than I can say. Oh, I love your love. And Michael, thank you so much for writing in about your love, Daniel. And oh my God, happy birthdays to Kaylee. Kaylee says, I wanted to write in because my whole family has a birthday at the end of the month, and I'd like to shout us out. My birthday is May 22nd. Our son's is the 26th. One year old. Congratulations. And my husband's is the 30th. And ugh, Kaylee, you said such beautiful things to all three of us. And thank you so much for doing that. But I wanted to share what you wrote about MJ because I really appreciate you taking the time to put it into words. Kaylee says, MJ, I also want to thank you for being open with your parenting. Your openness, understanding, and respect towards children, and everyone for that matter, gives me an excellent role model for how I want to raise my family. Your Instagram stories have also had an impact on me with giving myself realistic expectations as a parent. It's hard out there, damn straight, but hopefully not the week of all of y'all's birthdays. What a beautiful birthday gift to have a baby just a couple days after. To Kaylee, to Patrick, and to your officially a toddler, Lincoln, happiest of birthdays to all three of you. And to Jen. Thank you so much for writing in. And I'm so happy that you are working on yourself. And oh my God, I still think about Mr. Puke Pockets. Happy almost birthday, you beautiful May 24th soul. Jen says... The first half of 2021 was a time of purging relationships. I dumped a lot of toxic people I was very close to, including my brother and my best friend of 18 years. Good for you. The last half of 2021 was all about healing. I started going to therapy. Good for you. I found the right combination of medication to help with my anxiety and depression. Good for you. And I started doing the things I loved again. While I worked on myself, I binged The Brighter Side and Roundtable and caught the new episodes of Last Podcast and Page 7. Hell yeah! Every episode of Page 7 makes me scream with laughter and allows me to escape for an hour or so. That amount of time is so important to me and turns my entire day around. By the beginning of 2022, I found myself again. And LPN and my husband, Mr. Puke Pockets, was there every step of the way. I can't take all the credit, though. The Last Podcast Network has changed my life. Hearing you all advocate for mental health is what made me take the first step to get better. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I could never thank you enough. And I could never thank you enough for taking care of your mental health. It is so important. Jen says, I truthfully believe that all of you have made me a better and cooler person. I ain't souping you. You could soup me though, baby. Anyway, happy birthday to me. And may I continue to get cooler every year. Hell yeah, Jen. I can't wait to meet you in Nashville. And I can't wait to see, hopefully, your new Taylor Swift tattoo that you're getting with your brother's ex-wife. Hell yeah. Good on ya. Love ya, Jen. From Jen 
to Ken. Ken, I am so happy you've become a part of our Twitchy community. Welcome. You are a welcome addition. Ken says, I've been a long-time listener to Page 7 and LPN, and I've always wanted a reason to write in, and I finally think I have one. This is a self-shout-out. You know I love a self-shout-out, baby, for two things. First, I had a major breakthrough last week when processing the Roe v. Wade leak. That sent me into a week-long panic attack, and it finally broke when I had a bit of self-therapy moment. I'm gay, come from a conservative background, and unintentionally made marriage equality a load-bearing part of my self-acceptance. When coming out around 2013, I used civil rights goings-on as allowance to think being gay was okay. I took the attack on women's rights and the next logical step of gay rights as a direct threat to myself. When I realized that regardless of the law of the land, I'm still valid, not an abomination, and could have a good life, I shed so much anxiety. It was literally like flicking a light switch where I realized that even if things go to shit in this country, I can still be happy. Also in parentheses, I by no means want to take away from the assault on women and fuck these conservatives. I completely understand, but I'm so proud of you looking at something that is such a nightmare and just being able to find yourself through it. So fucking proud of you, Ken, because you are 100% right you are not an abomination, and what happens in the laws of this country does not change you being a good person and you being allowed to be you and that being not only okay, but amazing. Ken goes on to say, second, after joining the Page 7 Discord last week, I hopped on Holden's Tuesday night stream and won a game of Quiplash. I was amazed at how great this community is and never really engaged before. I'm Brunette Archie. I chose the name because I'm a soldier, musician, firefighter, and eventually feel like I need to open a wrestling gym for orphans to seal the deal. Thank you all for processing your emotions in public and giving us the gold standard in what intimate friendship looks like. If you're still reading, of course I am, Ken, I'd love to shout out my wonderful feelings. Beyonce Rohan. Anywho, love y'all and thank you for what you give to all your listeners. We love you too, Ken. Thank you so much for taking the time to write in. And more lifting up love that I love to love. Terry, thank you so much for writing in about your amazing partner, Ingrid. And I totally remember meeting you guys over by the porta potties at the LPN show at Hollywood Forever. I so much love to you. Terry says, I want to give a birthday shout out to my incredible wife and mother to our two kids, Ingrid. May 24th, baby! We're both musicians and artists. While I have a full-time jewelry repair job, she is the harder-working hustler of the family, doing gig work as a scenic charge and set painter for a dozen of theaters up and down California. Hashtag set painter for life. During the pandemic, she lost all of her jobs due to all of the theaters being shut down due to COVID. In the midst of this, her best friend Amber was fighting and sadly lost her life to cancer. Due to COVID restrictions, my wife was unable to be by her friend's side. Around the same time, her goth bandmate of 22 years upped and dissolved their songwriting partnership for some bullshit reasons. She was hit while she was already down. In addition to the personal setbacks, it was very difficult for the both of us financially and emotionally, but she kept pushing forward. Recently, her health took a dangerous turn in December, but this isn't going where you might think. 
A saint of a doctor gave my wife some life-changing information, which made her just boom, flip it. Thanks, Kissel. And after making a 180-degree dietary change, addressing her mental health, and quitting alcohol cold fucking turkey, she literally saved her own life. Now she is really moving forward in the most positive direction, and I couldn't be more proud of her. She's been feeling healthier, theaters are opening up again, and the gigs are just lining up for her. She is the funniest book and street smart woman I have ever known. And after 10 years of being together, we still hunger to spend our days loving on each other. Oh my God, Terry, I'm so happy for you both. And Ingrid, I'm so proud of you. That's so fucking difficult to do. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you both. And I love your love. And thank you so much for sharing this with me, even just for a blip of your life. Much love to you both. And Catherine, I know that you gave me a warning before I opened the email that this was going to be a sappy note for me. But I just wanted to say thank you so much. And you made me cry a lot in the best way possible. It would have been sad if you sent me a mean note um, and then I cried a lot. No, it was only beautiful. And I wasn't going to read it at first because it was like, no one wants to hear me talking about myself. But I really appreciated it, Catherine. And so I would like to read this email. And thank you so much for taking the time to write it in. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Catherine went back and started listening to some old episodes recently. And they say, I've been really enjoying the blast from the past, but there's a little more I wanted to share with you. In early 2018, MJ was pregnant with Freddie, and Holden was planning his wedding. You were living with a newly married Henry and Natalie, still smoking, hadn't met Jeff yet, and you had a uh, not-so-great outlook on love. <laughs> Maybe a not-so-great outlook on life. I can hardly believe you're the same Jackie sometimes. Am I here to dwell on this? No, my queen, the opposite. I cannot get over how far you've come in the last few years. Flash forward to now. MJ is a parent of two and living more authentically than ever. Holden is also a daddy. Henry and Natalie are homeowners and you're engaged to the love of your life. The LPN group really inspires me and this brought it to a whole new level. Despite all the crap that's happened in the last few years, you guys have made such huge personal progress. It made me think about how far I've come since 2018 too and the possibilities for the future. I really appreciate you guys sharing your time and so much of your growth, but I think this is one of those moments where it really pays off. On top of the milestones, babies, marriages, blah, 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 your personal growth shines through more than anything. Even though we don't know each other personally, you're so personable that I feel like we do. And I feel like I can say, the work you've put in on yourself really shows. You're not the same Jackie from 2018, and I mean that in the best way possible. You're more compassionate and more optimistic, and you really seem happier. Thank you so much, Catherine, for taking the time to just share that with me. I feel like this is something I will be taking into therapy with me, and I appreciate that. And just wanted, I wanted to read it to also say that we all can change. And there are things in your life that even when everything looks so dark, that it can change and it takes time and it takes work 
And I always want to say thank you for sharing your own struggles and your own failures and successes. And um, it just makes our community so much stronger, I feel in my eyes. So thank you so much, Catherine, for saying that. And thank you to everyone that has written in and that will write in in the future. And I love you guys so much. I missed you guys so much last week. And I'm happy to be back. It was only one week, Jackie. I feel like I was I was in the war. I wasn't in the war. I was just silent. I was in the war of the mind I was in. Thank you guys so much. I love you so much. And we will be back next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.